0: for this command is a lamp this teaching is a light and correction and instruction are the way to life Proverbs 623. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bantama, as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Your clapping is not a welcome. And uh, this morning we have a visitor, brother from South Africa. I thought you would welcome him. You would welcome him better. Hallelujah. God bless you. you Maybe seated. This morning we are very blessed to have a brother here he was here was it 4 years ago 4 4 years ago or is more than 4 less than 4 okay that's good so it was not too long ago bishop cluthieu is uh bishop uh convener in south africa he covers south africa and ethiopia and a few other places he's built church there he was here a couple of years ago. I said four, they said three. It could be two. If you do the calculations, it could be three, it could be two. And um, he blessed us. He was here to help us to, to try to buy that land. But it didn't work. Because they came and gave us some very wild quotations. And uh, But we are, are we not happy where we are? Hey, you remind me this morning. We are happy where we are. We have our land and we have this one here we are content where we are so we have grass yeah and we have a project so we are happy where we are so we began we tried something but um didn't work but are. Yeah, God has been good to us hallelujah are you happy to be here this morning how many ate this morning hey you you are I have be been eating every morning is that what you have been doing? How many have been fasting? No comments. A few. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. tap your lip and say why. Tap your lip. Ask him why. What happened? What happened? You didn't do their fasting some. Uh, but God will help you. Amen. God will help. And it's not over. You have a chance. Those who didn't do it well the first week, you have a chance to, to pick it up this second week hallelujah but this morning i want to share a few words with you are you ready oh I, I cannot hear this morning are you ready yes this morning i want us to hear a few words it's about serving the lord it's a great thing to serve the lord amen i mean this year our father has given us a theme a year of work you know and and, and somebody will ask why should i work because it's a good thing to do I told you last week, it's better to work than to rest. Work is far better. And there are many benefits to working. I mean, those who are poorest in our country are those who are unemployed. Those who don't have jobs, they are the ones who are poorest and struggling most. And those who have jobs are the happiest. I I read somewhere, somebody's pension is 186,000 Ghana cities that's somebody's pension. How many like that pension? You like it? Ah, it's a nice pension to take home. You don't work, and they pay you one hundred eighty-six thousand every month. You know, I don't know what he did in his life. Every month, that's his pension. You know, but you see, that's the value of work. Are you here this morning? Hey, I didn't hear anything. I. I can I listen. It's a new year. Say amen. amen. Yes, you cannot do me this this year like last year. We have changed. Hallelujah. Amen. And and you see that person is getting what he is getting for the work he has done. And somebody is getting three hundred CDs. Three hundred CDs. That's the minimum pension. Somebody is getting three hundred CDs. He too for the what work he has done. Amen. Which what type in it by asking you, which work which pension do you want? A that's one hundred eighty six thousand. Then you do that type A work. That's how you get there. Hallelujah. But this morning I want us to look at something that is very important. Malachi chapter three. Malachi chapter three. And verse seventeen. And they shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. In that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? A man that spares his own son that serves him. Serving has come up here. Verse 18 then shall ye return. You know, when they say return, what does it mean? It means you went. You went somewhere. And then you came back to where you left. And, and so it says, then shall ye return and discern between the righteous and the wicked. You will see a difference. You will see a difference between the righteous and the wicked. And even more that, he makes another very big distinction. You will see, are you here this morning? You will see a difference between he that serves God and he that serves him not. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this morning, this gathering here in your presence. We came this morning not knowing what you have to tell us but we are ready we are listening like jesus better and better representatives of who he is thank you so very much lord for what you are doing in jesus name amen to discern means to see something beyond the surface to have a deeper understanding a deeper insight into something and so you will return, you will go out, then you will return, you will go around, you will go somewhere, then you will return after your wanderings. Then you will see that there is a difference between those who serve God and those who don't serve Him. Is that a good thing to hear? Hey, are you here this morning? Yeah. The reason why this scripture is important is because currently there's no clear difference. That's the reason why this statement is important. Hallelujah. Because currently there is no difference. There is no big difference between those who serve God and those who don't serve God. Currently, we all look the same. Currently, everybody is okay, so to speak. Currently, we all come to church, we all sit down, everything looks okay. Currently, for the moment... That is why it says, and you shall return. It means you will go. You will go. You will go out into the world, into your efforts to build a life, into a career. You will go out, and you will try many, many different things. And you will be working at a place, offices, private business, um, try a bit of ministry, You try many different things. And it is only when much... Are you listening? Much time has passed. When you return after much time has passed, then you will see there's a difference. Then you will see that somehow... Some are doing well, some are not doing well. Let me, let, me, let me give you an example this morning using education. Education. Because I know that a lot of children don't like school. True or not true? How many here were like that when you were a child? You didn't like school. Raise your hand. You didn't like school. You went to school by force. How many were even beaten to go to school? They used a cane at home before you went to school. Can I see your hand? You were dragged. They carried you. Who was held by the ear? They took you by the ear to school. Can I see that person? You were By the ear. They were holding your ear, dragging you to school. You didn't want to go to school. Because, let's, let's be honest, Hamilton School was a bother. Ah, What kind of torture is this? I'm going to sit there for some teacher be... Who I don't like. Mental, mental. Yeah. And they're beating you small, small. Early morning. And you don't know it. No. Ah. And they came. They say, I don't want to go to school. How many had a teacher you don't like? Uh, two, two of them. You don't like them at all. If you get them today, you do some. But you're a Christian now. So let's keep it at that. If you get them now, you'll do them something evil. but. God has saved you and made you a Christian. No, 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 no. We didn't like school. And how many, your best period was the last period. Are there some here like that? My best period. Friday, last period was the best period. I'm happy to go and sit in the classroom knowing that my torture is ending in the next 45 minutes. Then I'm free to go and spend the weekend. Monday will come, I know, but let it come first before we deal with the debt. That, that's how we were. Yeah, that's how we were. That's how, I mean, schooling was not something we appreciated. But today, today, there are people paying through their nose to go to school. People are going around looking for money, borrowing. I won't say stealing because they are Christians. Borrowing, doing every kind of way to get money to pay school fees. True or not true? But do you know why? Because they have seen the, 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 diff, the, the, the change that education brings into your life. They have seen that if you are educated. You know, recently I, saw, I was talking to somebody. She has a, a first degree. That one cried by encouragement. Yeah, has a first degree by encouragement. Now... The person says, you know something? I want to do a master's. Why? Without it, I can't go ahead in my job. I say, hey, you probably have seen this revelation. You have seen this revelation because you have seen that I won't get ahead in my job because I need a master's. Amen? Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Yeah. But there's good news for that uh, young guy. There's good news. It's a guy or it's a girl. doesn't matter. It could be either. And it is this, he is young enough to change. He is young enough to change and go to school now and reap the benefits of education. He's young enough. Recently, I read about a man who was 58 or 57. Then he went to medical school. He said that was his desire from childhood, to go to medical school. And somehow he never did. He never did. Ah, but when he grew older and he had money and had finished working at a place, he said to now go to medical school. So he went to medical school finally. When he was in, I think his first year, his daughter was in final year or something. Yeah, she was ahead of him. The daughter was in senior. And when he finished medical school. Then he finished his internship or housemanship. Then he retired. Oh, he was fifty-seven or fifty-eight. Then he retired at sixty-five. He didn't work, but he no, 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 no. But he said that it was in his heart from being a child to be a doctor. So he finally became a doctor at age sixty-two or sixty-three or sixty-four or sixty-something. And when he qualified, then he retired. So this man, are, are you listening? Hey, are you listening? Yes. I'm preaching a very important message. This man finally became what he wanted, but couldn't enjoy the fruits of that labor. Hallelujah. It, it didn't benefit him much. Of course, as a retiree, you can always go and do locum somewhere and get a show, but you have no experience. You are a, a new graduate coming to do locum. And ye shall return. I, I'm talking to someone this morning that. You see, I'm here to save you from spending your life doing other things. Going to chase other things. Only to come back in 20 years time to discover that I made a mistake. It is when you return. That's what it says in Ecclesiastes. And you shall return and see that the race is not to the swift. Not the battle to destroy you. You see, it takes time to see that those who are going giddy giddy, running fast right now, just tell somebody, take your time, take your time. You will catch them in their life. It's not a life is not a race at all. We take. A, I mean, somebody is going fast ahead of you. No problem. We just relax. We will catch him very soon. Amen. Then shall ye return and descend between the righteous and the wicked. This we can know clearly that those who are righteous and those who are wicked, they will end in heaven and hell. That's why we, can, we know the difference. But what we cannot see and what we miss, and that's why I'm here this morning, is that there is again another difference between those who serve God and those who don't serve him. But they can't see it now. Right now, it's not clear at all. Right now, we all look the same. Right now, we are Christians sitting in a church. Right now, we all hold Bible. We all carry our Bibles. Oh, don't carry Bible. You carry your phone, which you say is a Bible, which I'm not sure is a Bible. I'm sure some of you are texting. Oh, it's not true. How many have been texting in church before? Raise your hand. Texting in church. Look, wait, wait, wait. How many have been texting in church before? Raise your hand. Every hand should go up. Except the children there. Every. All of you have done it before? Yes, your two hands. Yeah, that's why they should carry a real Bible, but it doesn't matter. We'll come to this one next week or next two weeks. Amen. But there, there there is a difference between those who serve God and those who don't. But you can't see it now. But it's not clear to many of us. That is why we can stand here and try to explain to you before you are caught, in that trap before you are in the place where it's too late to reverse things before you find that oh pastor you were right Oh, I should have saved God have. oh you are right what you were saying about being kind being good all those things you were right I should have but by the time you are saying this thing you've lost your wife lost your children become poor, sitting in a house alone, empty house. By the time you are realizing this, it has come to a point where you can't change it. I didn't hear an amen this morning. By that time, it's too late. It's too late. Thank God some... You see, one of the, one of the greatest giftings of our father is his power to see things far away clearly. I don't know how he does it. I mean, he can see something that this thing is going to happen way, way, way before it happens. We are all here walking in this, in the today, enjoying today, happy today. One big church lighthouse. We are very happy. I mean, it was a family. Then he said, no, let's break it up to denominations. Why? How a nice church. Our nice fellowship. We are all together. We have our our meetings. Then he saw something far away down the line that it's time to break it up into denominations that will spread across the whole world and become strong, each one in itself. We're sad. But today, look at us. 42 denominations across the world. Each denomination is as big as the church was at that time your clapping is very terrible this yeah i mean today what we have is a thousand million times is it a number thousand million it's a it's, it's a number it is it is a thousand million times better than what we were at that time hallelujah because he saw something way down the line that this thing do this thing now you see this modern kid i can tell you something see it now that it is a great thing to serve the Lord. See it now. Don't wait till you are 65 or 63 or 62. Before you say that, you know, "Hmm, this ministry I did working in the ministry of finance, that's a ministry. Ministry of finance or ministry of sports and youth. It didn't work because um, after I had worked many years, I don't have much. You know, you can you can work, spend your life working somewhere, and when it's all over, all you have is vanity of vanities. All is vanity. You you can spend your time trying to grow a family. You have a wife or a husband. Then, Pastor, I can't come for the meeting. Why? I've got to go home to my husband. I have to go and cook. My husband likes hot food. How many like hot food? Husbands. You like hot food? Husbands like hot food. Yeah. We like hot food. Yeah. And he likes his fufu on Sunday at 2 o'clock to watch football. So, after church, I can't stay. I have to go home and do the apanchin kakra goat light soup and pound the fufu for him and, and sit by him to eat. And we have family time. Me and the children, we all sit together at the table. You tell them, It's time to use fork and knife. <laughs> Tap it, it's time to use fork and knife at home. When you go to a restaurant, and you are struggling to hold a fork like a cutlass. <laughs> <laughs> ah. No, no, no. You see, you spend your youthful years trying to protect and build a family. Then you grow up and see all the kids have left you. I read something once. A woman who was... A man was 87. And she was 85. They were divorcing. They were what? They were divorcing. A couple, 87, 85, they were divorcing. I saw another one. A certain man. She was 50-something. And she came and told her husband, I want a divorce. And the man was shocked. Why? Why now? She said that because now all the kids are grown. They will not be affected by a divorce. So I want a divorce. Tap a neighbor. Tell you may be building a sand castle. Tap a neighbor. Tap your neighbor. You are building a, a family that will scatter before your eyes. Hey, are you here this morning? Look, some, one, one day I went to uh, Asokwa police station. I've gone to the police station many times part of my job as a pastor too. It's for your sake, not for my sake. (laughs) No, no, no. I always go there for you, for somebody else. I went to the police station, I saw a police station, and I was there. And while I was there, they brought a pickup of peoples who were in handcuffs, they were being sentenced for armed robbery. And then the the policeman was there with a gun on them, and they loaded them in their handcuffs into their pickup, and they were being carried away for sentencing. And as I watched them, one of the arm robbers with his handcuff, he was sitting on the pickup. A lady came and she took her cloth. She was standing by him in the pickup. She took her cloth and she was wiping his face and talking to him. I said, "Ah, that's probably his mother. Look, every arm robber has a mother. Do you know what it means? Somebody who has born a child, that child will become an arm robber. I was driving by every night. Every night, drive by Golden Tulip, uh, 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 that place, Vienna City. Drive. You see the girls. Mm, 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 uh-huh. you, 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 you see them. They were calling you. I, Any time I, I hear, yes, yes, yes. hey, and I say, men are parked too. Oh, yes. I say, cars are parked. How many? Why are you laughing at me? I don't know. I don't know why you're laughing at me who has stopped there before? Yeah. yeah. They are calling. And they, you see them standing. Mm. <laughs> young girls. Do you know what I know? Every young girl, they has a mother. Yes. And a father. And there's a father somewhere and a mother somewhere. That is your daughter standing at the roadside. Look, the family are trying to build. Be careful, though. Be careful about the family you are trying to build Because it is not now But later in life That you see what you have built Hallelujah I thought you clap for me As I'm giving you yellow cards and red cards That is why this morning This is the message You will return Hallelujah You will return One day you will come back by that time, nobody has to tell you you will see for yourself. Right now, I'm telling you, whether you believe me or not, but one day, you will come back yourself and you will come and sit here. You see, when an old man is talking, he sounds very wise. He has seen things. He has seen things. When an old man says, be gentle, be cool, he has seen things. Don't use power, don't use strength. Talk to your children gently. You sit that talking to children roughly. It can work to a point. Hey, I will beat you, Your child, I will beat you. Oh, you can beat him to a point. One day, one day, a certain father threatened his son, and the boy pushed the old man down. "Yeah, you can't beat me always. I will beat you is not a solution to how to handle child problems. But one day you will come and see. Amen. Amen. I said one day, look, shouting at children, shouting at wife, shouting at people, it, it can work for today, it can work for now. But one day you will come back and see that all my shouting has made them hate me. And when they get their power and they walk out my door, they will never come back again. I didn't hear an amen this morning. Amen. And so this morning, I want us to understand something very important. That you will return one day. And then you will see that there's a difference between those who serve the Lord and those who don't. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15. Amen. Have you found it? Yes. Verse 11. A certain man had two sons. I'm giving you seven points this morning. Seven points. Write them all down. Note them. They're very important for you. Seven points. A certain man had two sons. At the beginning, we all look the same. At the beginning, there's no motivation to be different. At the beginning, look, there is no need for you to work for God. Are you listening to me? Because why should I work for God? I mean, why why should I go out of my way to be inconvenienced, to sweat, to sacrifice, to pay extra, to work for God? Coming here every evening for the past week is extra petrol bill. Why should I pay it? Why should I pay it? There's no point. I don't know why you are quiet this morning. There's no point. I mean, why should I come to church? Why should I come and sit here? I can be at home after all. me and those who came. How many came for the prayer meeting? Can I see your hand? How many came? You see? Only a few us came. And those who didn't come. What's the difference? What's the difference? We are all the same. We are all sitting here in church. Do you have money? Do you have money? You don't have. I said no. Well, I see I say no quietly. You don't have money. Do you have a car? Do you have land? Do you have a husband? Do you have what do you have? (laughs) Oh, and then those who didn't come. What's the difference? We are all the same. In fact, I'm I'm even wiser because I've saved my petrol money. Hallelujah. So point one. There is no difference. In the beginning, it looks the same. Amen? It looks the same in the beginning, but it's not. But it's not the same at all. Something has changed from the day, are you listening to me? Are you here? From the day somebody began to work and somebody stayed home, from that moment, things changed. Why you can't see it. How do I know? One day, Adam and Eve they went to eat apple, or banana, or pop. I don't know what fruit it was. They say it was a fruit. Why this is apple? It was a fruit. It's not. Maybe it could be orange or tangerine or mango. What? I look good to me. <laughs> say the English name. Don't give me the guy name. So I stop, are you sure? I'll, I'll take it from you because you are a nice girl. One day, Adam and Eve went and ate the to go. <laughs> and the Bible says, that day, what did God say? "The day you eat it, you will die." They ate it that day. Do you know what happened? Adam went and born Cain and Abel and Seth, and more children. After he had eaten that day, he went and now he born children. You would think that now life is better. Now he, he has now rather grown and become a prosperous man and children. And a father and is now, now obeying God fulfilling f- um, filling the world. But something, ca- I ain't heard this morning. Something came that day. He died. Something changed that day in the heavenlies or under the, something changed somewhere. Adam, that day he ate their fruit. Something changed and he was no longer the same. And he only saw it after about 800 years or something hundred years later that he died. He said, ah, what God said has come to pass. Yeah. It is only later. Amen. Number one. At the beginning, it looks the same. Number two: are you writing? But it is only after a long time that you will see that is not the same. Only after a long time, ten years, twenty years, recently the prophet was preaching, and he said, "If somebody ever accuses you of anything and that is not true." Relax. Tell that person, give me five years. You'll see. It's not true. Relax. Don't, don't be agitated under false accusations or those things. No, 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 no. Whenever you're accused, you're lazy. You are, say, hey, I'm lazy. I don't work. I don't learn. I'm not wise. Relax. Give me ten years. Give me how many years? Ten years. Oh, I didn't hear you. How many years? Ten years? Yeah. You are lazy. You don't know. I'm lazy. No problem, relax. Give me how many years? 10 years. This morning, I'm saying, let's work for God. No, I won't. Really? You won't? No problem. I'm giving you 10 years. I'm giving you 10 years. Maybe 20 years. To see what will happen to your future. Look, many people just live their lives Ordinary, normal, 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 normal. Do you know normal life is a struggling life? Normal, normal, normal life. And all the blessings we are are believing God from, it doesn't come to pass. How many are believing God for blessings? You are believing God for house and car and second house and second car and things. Tell somebody I'm watching you. (laughs) I'm watching you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Number three. This is key. Where's the scripture? Verse 13. Luke 15, verse 13. Not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with what? riotous living. Hallelujah. Do you know Rioters living? Jamming. Chilling. One day, I was watching television many years ago and I said, if I was not an unbeliever, I would drink beer. The beer adverts, they are nice. Hey! You see them club, the, what family club, ch- uh, garden club, chess club, then the beer club. Hey, I said, look at the happiness of the people there. Millions sparkles. Million sparkles. You are drinking beer. I suspect. <laughs> I suspect this man. But it's okay. He's a Christian now. I mean, I know he has changed from what he used to be. How many have gone to disc- disco or nightclub before? disco, nightclub, jamming sports. Look, everybody after SS uh, uh, afternoon jump, uh, all those things. After Livers jam and all those things. That's riotous living. Just go and then jam yourself, happy yourself and come. Intercolleges. It's old school reunion. That's what you used to go. Yeah. Listen, at the beginning, those who don't work, as if they are better off. As if they are enjoying more than us. Because when we close church and we are still here, walking up and down, you have left us and gone to town. Gone home, had siesta, rested, gone to see your friends, watch football. We look like we are just sitting here, wasting our time, all our days occupied, and you are free to do other things. Some cry, feel sorry for us. I feel sorry for you. You are trapped here. You are, I'm sorry for you. You can't go home. I'm sorry for you. You are always sitting here. When you are going, bishop will call you. George, where are you? Come and sit down. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for you. you. You can't go home. You are here. You can't leave the bishop. As he is here, you are here until eight or nine in the night. I'm sorry for you. Me, I'm wise. I'm going home. I'm going home. At the beginning, it looks as if those who don't work are better off. They are free. They can go home, relax, have siesta. How many go and rest Sunday afternoon? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. I don't want to see her. Sunday afternoon, you are going to rest. What a crime. That's the day to do God's work. That is the day God has set aside that people are at home for you to reach them. Many times in the afternoon, who is at home? Nobody's at home. They're all going to work and going to town and doing other things. It is Sunday afternoon. People are available. Sunday afternoon, people are reachable. They are, finally, finally, when I knock on the door, there's somebody, yes. All other times, knock on the door is empty. At the beginning, it looks as if you are wiser than us. Yeah. As if me, look, I'm sorry for you. Monday evening, you are, it's your Sabbath. Tuesday, SAT service. Wednesday pastoral meeting, Thursday fellowship meeting, Friday prayer meeting, Saturday outreach, Sunday you are in church. Hey, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for you. Me Sunday I'm watching cantata. Tuesday I'm watching, uh, watching what? Champions League. Wednesday I'm watching Africa Champions League day two. Thursday I'm watching films: James Bond, uh, John Wick, Terminator, Rambo. Friday, my wife and I, we go for dinner at Hancock. Saturday, we are just chilling the house. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for you. You are busy every... Me, I'm free. Oh, I'm enjoying life. Rioters living. I'm enjoying life. At the beginning, you are enjoying. We look like we are suffering. We are here doing what? Sometimes, cry. have you eaten by six o'clock? By seven, have you eaten... You are not eating. You are hungry. How many have been hungry before? Hungry. I said, George, your wife brings you food. Hungry. At the beginning, you look like you are are much better off than we are. Because you are free to go home, sit down, and you can eat proper food. Not like you are going to eat uh, uh, Coca-Cola and biscuits or banana and egg, banana and eggs, <laughs> banana and granites, or or what, I said you are just managing biscuits for lunch, grown man like you, grown man like you, you are eating biscuits for lunch, why? Because there's a meeting at two, a meeting at three, meeting at two ends, five to three. I know, they're looking at me, they're looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, Amen. I mean, what's point one? Hey, time is running. What's point one? What's point two? What's point three? The one who left often, or the one not working often look greater and wiser at the beginning. The one who is not working or the one who left, often look greater or wiser at the beginning. Number four, the one who stayed, the elder brother, or the one who worked looks ordinary. Maybe crowd looks low. When you see people carrying chairs, walking up and down, going out, even crowd even have pity on him. Even looks low. That's the reality. I'm hungry. You are hungry on Sundays. Sunday. Sunday, pa, look, every day I'm at work. I eat lunch at the uh, bush canteen or face the wall. Every day I eat lunch. Sunday is the one day I should be in my house to eat my wife's cooked food. How many agree with me? Don't raise your hand. Yeah. Raising your hand at what? Don't raise your hand. You yeah, agree with what? Say that's the sacrifice I'm making. That's the sacrifice I'm making. I've eaten bush canteen Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday again. If, if you like, just cook the food and bring it to church. Then we'll all share it. <laughs> we'll all share it. You are yeah, low. Come to eat fine rice. Then we are watching you. No, no, no. We we'll all share it. Hallelujah. Are, are you here this morning? Are you listening to me? That's number four. Number five. This is for the one who stayed. You see, I'm using the two brothers to show who worked for the father and who went and didn't work for the father. Who stayed to serve the father and who left, I won't serve the father anymore. I'm using the two brothers to show you the difference. Amen. And you will see that I was right. Look, this, this thing... Do you know when I became born again? 1982. And since then, I've not backslidden. Oh, no, 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 I've been good. It's been a fight sometimes, but I've been stable. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I've been stable. I've not backslidden before I became born again, 82. Those early years, I was in and out. Yes. But since 1982, when I came gave myself to Christ, I've been stable. I've worked for him. I've worked for him with my life, with my heart. I've been a serious worker for God all my life. Today when you look at me, look. Listen. We'll come back to it. Amen. It is at the end that you will see that it is better to save the Lord. Number five. Listen to this. Verse 30, um, verse 30, verse 30, verse 29. And he, this is the one who stayed, answering, said to his father, Lord, these many years, do I what? Oh, I cannot hear you. Do I what? Serve thee. I have worked these few years these few years, what does it say? Many. These many years have I served thee. I have worked for you many years. Oh man, this church there. I've look, my children, they are used, they are church property. They are, they are used to. I mean, one day I was asking my son, had grown up, and I went to visit him in his house. And when I got there, I asked, Ah, there's no TV here. Do you know what he told me? It's your fault. I said, me? How is it my fault to make you not buy TV? Because you have grown up now. You are a doctor. You have your own money. You have got a house. I'm coming to visit you to sit down, to relax and watch TV. When I look, there's no TV. I said, why no TV? That's my fault. I said, what did I do? He said, when we were children, we never watch TV. We never watch TV. We are not home to watch TV. We are always out. When we come home, we are tired. <laughs> we are going to sleep. <laughs> because tomorrow, life continues. Amen. These many years do I serve thee. Verse 31. And what did the father say? My son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Point five is a very, very important point. You don't know how blessed you are as you're working, working in church. You have no idea. You seem ordinary. You can't even see what has changed. You can't even see what's going on. I mean, it's like, I'm just here working, up and down, up and down, up and down, working. All this work, all this work. What's it for? You can't see it. You can't see it. But one day you will see it. Today you don't see it. You are even wondering, is it worth the sacrifice? Is it worth the sacrifice? Look, when I, I, when I look at my life, when I look at my life, and I look at myself, and my children, my, my son Nicky, yeah, 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 that boy, at six weeks he went to school. Because we are all working. Yeah, six weeks. Went to school. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Look, that boy. Ah, you see, those of you who you are staying home with your baby at a prayer meeting. I can't come for a prayer meeting. Why? I have a baby. I don't know what. That's my little baby. He has gone to every meeting, some in the night. Camp, meeting, he has gone to all of them. And, and, and he'll be bundled up and tied down. Look, even in the winter, we'll carry him. We are going. Otherwise, who stay home? Me or Joy? <laughs> who will stay home? We are going. We are going. And then we'll carry him. He was alone. We'll carry him. Then Ashon came. No problem. Follow your brother. We are going. It's a tradition. It's a tradition. You say that my child, I can't come for prayer meeting. Why? I have a baby. I have a baby. You have a baby. But you do everything else with the same baby. Even go to market, dirty market with witches and wizards and curses. You carry the baby and back and go to market. The market with all the bacteria and gems, baller, cows, sheep, goat, every kind of dropping crows are coming to drop you carry your baby there. That one is not a problem. That one is not a problem. But to carry that same baby to church for a prayer meeting. and hey, some of you, this church is nicer than your house. But I won't say it. I won't say it. It's nicer and neater and cleaner than your house. Your house, there's no tiles on the floor. The chairs are plastic chairs. Yeah. Yeah. Look, the, you don't know the blessings that you have sitting in working in church. The boy was complaining, I'll save you many years. And the father said, oh, my son, everything is for you. You didn't know. Oh, I thought you knew. I thought you knew angels are watching by your bedside to protect you from every accident. I thought you knew that God's blessings are following you. And that's how come you are passing your exams and getting jobs and you are getting promotion. I thought you knew. I thought you knew that that's why your mind is still working. You didn't know that's why you are still married because of church. Oh, by now you have divorced long ago, like your brothers and your sisters and your family. I thought you knew that because of church, that's why you are still alive, because your classmate recently he just died in a car accident. He was going to somewhere or somewhere. Your classmate, he just died. And you are alive still. I thought you knew that God has preserved your life. Ah, uh, you didn't know. You are just okay like that. I thought you knew. And the guy was complaining, Daddy, I've saved you all these years. But I said, oh, but everything is for you. Everything is for you. Uh, I have to finish. Number six. And he said, Son, thou art ever with me. Number six, you become close to God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You become more spiritual. As you work for God, you are here. Look, you see, time is finishing. Let me tell you something. Many of you, your only Christian friends who are correct are sitting here. Yeah, When you leave this place, sinners and and, and what, womanizers, drinkers, pornographers, uh, uh, we small, when you leave here, when you leave this place, your next group of friends are the bad people around you. True or not true? I said true or not true? When you leave here, your next friend, he drinks Akwetashi or something. The next friend you have when you live here has two girlfriends, he's double timing them. And he's teaching you, you are trying to be good, but your friend here has two girlfriends, and he's telling you, Charlie, these two girls, this one has more sex, better sex, this one can cook better. And he's giving you reasons why, as two, you have only one. Before long, you are considering you are being influenced by these things. Are you listening to me? You become closer to God. Amen. You become a real Christian. You become deeper. It's not that I'm a Christian and I come and sit in church. No. Now, you are praying, oh God, as I go out on outreach, let somebody be saved. You are praying as I go. Don't let me come back empty. You are praying, Lord, as I'm working hard. Don't let me see no fruits. Suddenly you are praying not for your own needs, but for other things. You become more close to God. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. Amen. You become more prayerful. Tap your neighbor. Tell them, I don't think you pray much at home. Tap your neighbor and tell them. I don't think you pray much at home. I could be wrong. Forgive me. I mean, forgive me. I'm a, I'm a sinner. I'm a very bad sinner and I tell lies all the time. So forgive me. But I don't think you pray. I think this one I'm right. You become closer to God. Hallelujah. When you serve God, when you work with God, you become closer to God. You find that suddenly you are praying more. You are more mindful of eternity. You are more mindful of other people. You are now just thinking more. How can I serve God? It become like that. And the last one. It says, when this young man was in need, no one gave to him. But when he came home, now they gave him a ring. And they gave him shoes. And they gave him a fatted calf. One of the fantastic blessings of working for God that I've seen is very amazing. People will give you things. I don't understand it. Bishop Cl- Clifield, Have you seen that thing? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how it works. But I've just seen that suddenly people give you things. I mean, so many, you've noticed too. Yeah. I mean, I don't ask for anything. I'm okay all around, all across. But people just give. I think it is as you give to God, God gives to you. But he gives to you through many different hands. That's what I think. As you give, are you listening to me? I'm closing just now, two seconds. As you give to God, what you give? Give your life to God. God too. God says, I'm no man's debtor. I don't owe anybody anything. Give me, I give you no, 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 no. I don't have anybody arrears, any deficit, deposits, creditors. Deposit. God says, no, no, no. Those I don't believe in it. Don't borrow or don't owe. That's what God says. He doesn't borrow. He doesn't owe. You give, I give. And I, I believe as I give to God, God will give different ways back to me. Hey, I mean, sometimes I'm surprised at how he does it. I can't tell you. Should I tell you testimonies? Should I tell you I cannot, I cannot tell you testimonies. that are too sensitive. Only one, only one, only one. One day, I was standing in the car park. Someone gave me money. <laughs> I can't say it. Money, not cannot see this. Not three digits. Hey, those who went to school can understand. No. Why won't you serve the Lord? Why won't you? Are you waiting to grow up and see that I was right? Are you waiting to spend your years? Then you come back, entry, come back after many years and say, Hey, he was right, oh he was right, oh that man. He was shouting at me, Come away, come away. I didn't go. I was too busy doing my business. I was too busy. But when I'm old, you will see your business is finished. Where's GNTC? Where's Ghana House? Where's Kingsway? Where's multi-stores? Where are all those big businesses? Finished. Even today, crowd, they are still finishing. the big businesses. How much more your small kiosk and the shop you have opened at Idum? That shop you were, before you came, someone was there. Ah, you're original. <laughs> you are not. Somebody was there before you came. This morning, I want to ask you something. Let's wait for God. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. This morning, let us decide. Let, you see, look around you, tap in the look at by you. There's no, there's no one sitting by you. There's no one sitting by you. But you are alone. How come you are alone? You have six chairs. What, what's wrong with you? You are alone. You have six chairs. Why? Why six chairs? You are alone. What is it? How big are you? How much are you spread out on the sofa? On the, on the chairs? What is it? Because we haven't worked to bring anybody to occupy those chairs by you. That's the challenge we are facing. This morning, put your hands up. Lift your hand today, Lord. I want you to think deeply. I want you to work for God. I want you to work for God. I want you to decide that I'm going to give my life and my heart to God. Today it looks okay. Today it looks acceptable. Today it looks, I'm wise. I'm doing a good decision. But I am telling you, in the next 20 years, you will see I was right. I'm telling you, in the next 20 years, 15 years, you will return and you will come and see I made a mistake. I should have. Hey, this church, they gave me a chance to work for God and I missed it. In the other churches, they are too busy doing other things and not giving the opportunity that we have here. And this morning, I'm giving an opportunity. An opportunity to work for God. And may you rise up and not miss this opportunity. May you not let this chance go by you. Pastor, I want to do something for God. Pastor, I want to work for God somehow. Pastor, please open the door for me to enter in and do something. You Can be a chorister, no, Pastor, it's not enough. You can be an usher, no, Pastor, it's not enough. Just carrying chairs, no, 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 no. I want to do something for God. Carrying chairs, I'm carrying for you. I'm packing the building, I'm arranging. I want to work for God, I want to save souls, I want to touch people's lives, I want to make a difference for eternity. Not singing songs and carrying chairs, but changing people's lives for eternity. I want to make a lasting difference in somebody's life. Like a pastor like you. This one is you your feet wherever you are. You wanna bow your head, you wanna close your eyes? are here this morning you are not born again you are not sure where you will go should you die on your way home or soon you want to go to heaven but you are not sure and you are here this morning wherever you are, when I say pastor please pray for me, I want to go to heaven but I'm not sure, if you are the one I'm describing, lift your hand wherever you are, lift your right hand, say pastor sometimes I'm afraid to die because I don't know where I will end up when I open my eyes And I'm here this morning. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to follow Jesus all my days. Wherever you are, just lift your right hand. I want to pray for you right now. Just your right hand. Your right hand up high. Thank you. Anybody else? Your right hand up high. I want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to follow Jesus. I want to serve him. I want to be sure that when I die, I'm going to heaven. Just your right hand. myself away hallelujah hallelujah father thank you so much for everyone here this morning thank you for this invitation to work for you to serve you with our lives with our hearts with our bodies our minds our money our everything let our labor oh lord not be in vain Let us serve you and not men. Let us set our hearts on you, O God, and not on men. Bless us, bless us, bless us. Bless us. Let our labor bring much fruits. As we serve, you will bless. Bless our bread and our water. Take away sickness and leave us stronger than ever. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very, very much. In Jesus' name, and all the saints, said Amen. We believe the Word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bantama, behind the Confidence Eating Place. This is every Sunday at 9:30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. Call me back.